Hi, I'm Brian Wright with Sin Relief. You can discover all kind of things about a word by looking it up in a dictionary. You can learn how to use it. You can learn how to pronounce it. But sometimes a word will carry with it a meaning that you cannot just find inside a dictionary. Take, for instance, the word blossom. Not long ago, Linda Durantz of Glenville, Georgia, figured out there's a lot more to that word than meets the eye. For Linda, blossom has come to have a deeper meaning. And inside that deeper meaning is her story of hope. This used to be what Linda Durrance's idea of paradise sounded like. In Glenville, Georgia, crickets outnumbered people several million to one. And for Linda, a middle-of-nowhere kind of place like this that's famous for cricket farms and pecan groves, but absolutely nothing else, this was once her highest and best idea of what paradise might be. You know, we all have our own best laid plans, if you will. We were living in Brunswick, Georgia, and we had an older daughter, and she got into a car accident that eventually took her life. And after that happened, um, most people didn't know it, but um, I was in a deep state of depression and I was really spiraling. And um, so, we moved to Glenville, and my plan was, I finally get to spend some time with my husband, <laughs> you know, because inside I just felt like I was dying. But I've learned that there are a lot of things that I thought mattered in life. And I've come to realize that the only thing that matters is that our lives count for the kingdom of God. With the population fewer than 5,000, Glenville, Georgia isn't typically making national news. But that Shortly after Linda and her family moved to Glenville, something strange and totally unexpected happened to them. And it was so strange and so unexpected, TV news crews came from all over the world to hear the story. The Durances plan to continue making an impact by serving as an inspiration to others. And whenever they asked Linda to talk about it, she would always insist on giving credit where credit was due. I knew this, only God could get people interested in this tiny town in Glenville. And with the news things, I almost, after a while, there were so many, I almost started turning them down because I thought, if they're not gonna put in that article about being in the hands and feet of Jesus and about how we're here to glorify God, then I don't really want you to write that article on, on this because that's what this is about. And so now when Linda talks about what happened in this almost paradise kind of place, she talks about little girls and shiny jewelry. And she talks about toothbrushes and sundresses and hair bows and trash bags. But more than anything, she talks about Jesus
This is Stories of Hope, Episode 92, Blossom. Sadness. That's not the most romantic word with which to begin a love story. And yet, the first time she saw them, Linda Durrance fell in love with Juanita, Princessa, Chelsea, and Zamora. Maybe because they were sad, just like she was. Their mother was tragically killed, and they were removed from the home because they were being beaten and starved, among other things. But anyway, there was so much brokenness, and they became friends with my two daughters that we had left, Sarah and Maddie, and they would come to my house some. I also was their youth leader at church, and um, they were had been in foster care, and Defects couldn't find anyone that could take them on, you know, all of them. So the girls came to Mark and I, that's my husband, and I prayed and I was just like, Lord, I just don't feel equipped to do this. I'm tired. But the Lord knew that if he sent me more kids, that I would make myself get out of bed. So we prayed about it and decided that they could come stay with us temporarily. But inside, I'm thinking, I'm too old for this. For as long as she lives, Linda will never forget the day. It was September 2018. Years later, it would be the day news people from all over the world would ask her about. It was the day she opened the front door and saw her brand new unofficial daughter standing on the porch carrying everything they owned in one small plastic bag. When they came, they only had this black trash bag, and it might have been a quarter of the way full, but they had one brush. They had maybe two or three outfits that really didn't fit them, and they had um, had three toothbrushes and a trial-sized container of toothpaste. And it broke my heart. And while they were with us, we didn't want them to feel like less than or or like we weren't their family. So the first thing we did um, when they came was we went and took them shopping. We bought them not just what they needed. We made sure that they had everything that our daughters had. And um, the girls kept apologizing about the money we're spending is like, you know, our resources are the Lord's resources. This is what he's led us to do. That was what happened on that first unforgettable day. In the days that followed, Linda and Mark and Sarah and Maddie and Princessa and Chelsea and Juanita and Zamora did all the things normal families do. They celebrated birthdays and holidays. They drove carpools and planned sleepovers. And yet, In the rush of all the normal things that normal families do, Linda could not stop thinking about what happened on that first unforgettable day. What I couldn't get out of my mind was I kept replaying the black trash bag in my mind. And I thought we had the financial blessing and resources to go out there and buy them what they needed and much of of what they wanted, but what about the people that don't? I just kept thinking, what do other people do? And what if we could provide a place where they could come and get all that stuff for free? 
live in the world. Take care of these kids. Gosh, aren't they so awesome? They're making such a difference in those kids' lives. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. And that is how a grieving mom with zero entrepreneurial experience who lived in a tiny town no one had ever heard of ended up on national television talking about how and why she and her daughters opened Blossom Boutique. Blossom is a free boutique for foster, adopted, or any child in need and we have more than clothes we also have like jewelry and purses and and things like that shoes um luggage um uh, hygiene item shampoo conditioner deodorant there's everything in there and now since it's hit the news and everything we have people sending us stuff from the united kingdom from new york it's been beautiful and I mean, right now it is busy. The whole lobby is full out there. So that's kind of where we at, we're at right now. And um, there's been a lot of people that come in that just need prayer. And so Blossom is more than about just providing clothing for children. It's about providing an atmosphere where people can come in and encounter the love and grace of Jesus. That's what we're here for. And that's what we want to be and do. This, then, is what Paradise now sounds like to Linda Durance. She moved to Glenville because she wanted peace and quiet. But then, her family doubled in size. She started a business, and television news crews began showing up at her front door. And in the midst of all that, she's come to realize that God had something better for her than just peace and quiet. I found that God's plans are so much better than mine and that he knows what I need better than I know what I need. And I can tell you that adopting more children um, was never even on the radar, but they're all my daughters now. And we really have a beautiful family. And so the word, the, the title Blossom came from watching this beautiful, miraculous process because we realized that the Lord in His greatness and in His love sent them to us because we needed them as much as they needed us. It has increased my faith in our wonderful God. And every day I am, me and everybody that works here, we're just the vessels that He used. He alone is to be glorified. This is Brian Wright. If you'd like to learn more about Linda's Blossom Boutique, you can visit them online at blossomsoutheast.com. And if you'd like still more practical tips on how you and your church can meet needs and change the lives of the more than 400,000 children in the foster care system, you can visit Sin Relief online at sinrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope you'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify Podcasts and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you like what you've heard here, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. This is Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. 
Join me in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.